Hi, I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleepwave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of those great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. Tonight's shout out goes to Carlos, who has been suffering with neuropathy and insomnia. Since listening to Sleepwave though, he is always asleep before the end of the episode and wakes up refreshed and ready to go. We're so happy you're sleeping better, Carlos. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave, and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know via the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read them every day, and your ratings and reviews help us reach even more people who need a little help with their sleep right now. I've never loved scary movies, haunted houses, or ghost stories. Growing up, my imagination was always running wild, and the worlds I created while writing or drawing or playing with friends seemed as real to me as this one. Things intentionally designed to scare me always veered into feeling too real to be fun. So it might surprise you to know that I love Halloween. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep— With Sleepwave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. Last year, I was so excited to celebrate my son's first Halloween. We bought a costume weeks in advance, and I tried it on him three or four times just because he was so cute in it. We went to a pumpkin patch, and though he couldn't quite stand yet, he would crawl from pumpkin to pumpkin, heaping hay on top of them. When the actual day came, my husband Billy and I dressed up too and took him to a neighborhood Halloween party. Hilariously, we were the only adults dressed up, and while I was embarrassed for a moment, I decided to embrace it. It was fun, and we were silly, and we went all out for this milestone with our son. Halloween is interesting because it opens up our minds to worlds beyond this one. It makes death, something we often avoid thinking about, front and center. In my neighborhood, there are ghosts floating in the trees and tombstones and skeletons in yards. It's a celebration of things creepy or dark, and yet it's done with a light touch. Here, at least. Halloween also coincides with Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. I like the idea that the veil between the living and the dead is thin. I like the idea of honoring them, remembering and celebrating those who have passed on. Whenever I find myself near a cemetery, I often walk around and read the tombstones. 
I think it's fascinating to read the array of names and dates, to imagine who these people were when they walked this earth. Sometimes, exploring our fears through the lens of fun or celebration makes that fear easier to come to terms with. Like Halloween itself, this meditation will help us look at the things that we keep beneath the surface and playfully acknowledge the darker parts of life so that we can integrate them. Meditation is a wonderful way to integrate all the parts of ourselves, which helps soothe our minds. Get cozy and take a deep breath as we go on a meditation journey together. This is Get Sleepy at Halloween by Billy Gill. The origins of Halloween have roots in a Celtic festival known as Samhain. The festival was a way to welcome in the harvest and usher in the darker half of the year. Light and dark are so fundamental to our lives and the lives of every human being who has come before that we have evolved with the light and the dark as essential features of our environment. The implications of that have reverberated through every aspect of our being, from the circadian rhythms that help us regulate our sleep-wake cycles, to our metaphorical notions of light and dark as we relate to them psychologically. Most people have some negative association with the dark. When you consider it from an evolutionary perspective, it's no wonder. To venture too far from the campfire on a dark night was either a very brave and dangerous thing to do or a very unwise and foolish thing to do. With our modern electric streetlights and headlights and flashlights, we aren't nearly so intrepid if we should decide to run out for a midnight snack, but darkness as such remains an imprint on our psyche. It holds immense power and possibility, if not a touch of danger. Darkness implies that which is obscure, that which is hidden, that which is unavailable to the light of the senses. Humans are diurnal creatures as opposed to nocturnal. We are adapted to the light of day as the time for most of our activity to occur. When the sun goes down, certain hormonal shifts take place within our bodies, signaling that we should decrease our activity levels and sleep. When it's light outside, we are extroverted. When it's dark, we turn inward. When it's light outside, we are awake. That is, we are conscious. When it's dark outside, we are asleep in the realm of the unconscious. The unconscious is that psychological level that holds the contents of our hearts and minds, which are not readily accessible to our conscious awareness. Integrating the unconscious is part of what the renowned Swiss psychologist C.G. Jung believed to be a crucial component of psychological health. Jung said that one does not become enlightened by meditating on figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. 
Halloween has become a collective event for making the darkness conscious. There needn't be an association with malevolence when you think of darkness. Although, until one realizes that they too have the capacity for malevolence, it will continue to remain unconscious, lurking beneath the surface, ready to express itself when it's provoked. By knowing this capacity lies within us, we integrate it in our character and more effectively guard against those impulses, which might, in the heat of the moment, temporarily possess us. But darkness can apply to any aspect of one's character that lies hidden from their sight. It doesn't see the light of day. Samhain and El Dia de los Muertos, the Mexican festival of honoring the dead, remind the living that the other side, though hidden most of the time, is there to be acknowledged and honored. Tonight's sleep meditation, in honor of Halloween, invites you to acknowledge and honor the underlying contents of your psyche. The unconscious, hidden, and even dark parts of life. This requires some courage because you are venturing beyond familiar territory. Fear is a natural response to the unknown. The unknown is unpredictable and filled with possibilities, some desirable and others less desirable. Like groping around in the wilderness on a dark night, to access and acknowledge those hidden parts of yourself requires that you cross the threshold of consciousness. In Greek mythology, the river Styx is a river in the underworld. The name implies a sense of fear and shuddering. It relates to our aversion to the unknown. In fact, the underworld is a mythical representation of the unknown. Fear is a natural response to experiencing the feeling of no longer being in control, especially if a sense of stability is important to you. To some degree, we all crave stability. Stability is represented as a garden in mythology. In this garden, there is a perfect harmony with nature, and the wild, unpredictable aspect of nature is kept at a distance. The conscious mind is similar to this garden in so much as it is well-known territory. The sun rises in the morning and sets in the evening, and things unfold more or less along the lines which we would expect. When there is a disruption in that stability, though, then we have an experience of the underworld. If you are to find hidden dimensions of your personality, it's best to cross the threshold into the unconscious with a voluntary attitude. Knowing that there is something of great value to be discovered when we leave the garden walls, we step into the unknown and explore the dark and hidden world of the unconscious. 
Make sure that you are lying in a position that supports your relaxation. In general, lie on your back and allow there to be a natural curve in your lower spine. Your chest feels open and spacious. If you need to lie on your side or in any other position that feels best to you, please feel free. As long as you are able to relax and mindfully follow the path of your breath, choose whatever position you prefer. While fear is one response we may have to the unknown, adventure and play is just as natural. At Halloween, people make playful contact with what they normally try to avoid seeing, that the impermanence of life is a given. Birth and death are two ends of the same stick, but we prefer to keep the idea of death submerged in the unconscious. The truth is, Everything that is born must die. We see it everywhere in nature. When looked at from the vantage point of nature, there is no reason to fear. Everything arises, flourishes for a while, and then passes away. To see yourself as the embodiment of that process allows you to partake of the whole universe and see yourself as the expression of being and consciousness that you are. On the other hand, if you are looking at death from the perspective of the ego, which is the feeling that you are distinct from nature and the universe, you will, of course, cling to the current form that is manifesting. See yourself as a stitch in the fabric of the universe rather than a particle floating outside of it. You are not distinct from the process of transformation. The ego defines itself by its separateness. As soon as the thought, I, enters your mind, you become very small then the rest of reality becomes infinitely large. By releasing the feeling of separation and noticing that infinity doesn't stop at the boundaries of your body, you have a direct experience of unity. The ego fears that merging because once the sense of separation dissolves, the ego dies. And yet, it's not a death, but only a transformation of consciousness. Moment to moment, you are transforming in subtle ways. When you breathe in and out, you are shape-shifting. You are not static. You are in a constant state of becoming. The tendency to grasp and hold on to former versions of ourselves 
is one of the reasons we suffer as we transform throughout our lives. Embrace the fluid nature of the body and the mind and see yourself as that which transcends these changes. Continue breathing at your own pace for some time. Letting your attention travel to the following locations as I guide you, you will now experience the light of consciousness shining into different regions of your body. Try to effortlessly move your conscious attention from place to place. Bring your attention to your right hand. Right hand thumb, first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, right wrist, right elbow, right shoulder, right waist, hip, thigh, knee lower leg, ankle, heel, top of the foot, sole of the foot, right big toe, second toe, 
Third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Now bring your attention to your left hand, left hand thumb, first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger. Left wrist, left elbow, left shoulder, left waist, hip, thigh, knee, lower leg, ankle, top of the foot, the sole of the foot, left big toe, second toe. Third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Let your awareness travel to the right shoulder blade, the left shoulder blade, the spine, the right buttock, the left buttock, the whole of the back together, the top of the head, the back of the head, right ear, left ear, forehead, right temple, left temple, right eyebrow, left eyebrow. Right eye, left eye, the bridge of the nose, the tip of the nose, top lip, lower lip, the thin line between the two lips, chin, jaw, and the whole of the head. The whole of the head. Develop an awareness from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and feel yourself as a whole person. Your past and future combine here in this precious and yet eternal present moment. The whole body together, the whole body together, the whole body together, whole body. Body. 
together the whole body together the whole body together As you cross the river into the dark, hidden underworld of your psyche, you are bringing a light with you. You are voluntarily and consciously crossing the river. Maintain the attitude of a witness and try not to judge what appears on the journey. What you are seeing is already within you. You are only bringing light into the unconscious so that you will consciously know what it is that is within you. One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious.
floating down the river. The boatman ushers you across to the other side. You have crossed over into the unconscious. Whatever you perceive here must be seen through the eye of the unconscious mind. If you try to think about what you see on this shore, you will be looking through the lens of the conscious mind, which is associated with the day and the light. On this darker shore, symbols reveal the contents of your unconscious. To think is to be awake. Here, the symbols can only be experienced. Thinking about the symbols places you back on the other side of the river. Let the images that appear play before your awareness without any intellectualizing or analyzing. Stay relaxed and keep the brain passive as you allow the symbols to appear.
symbols will appear spontaneously in your mind. A star. A star. Triangle. Triangle. Circle. Circle. Square. Square, a flower, flower, tree, tree, blue sky above, blue sky above, inky black sky, inky black sky, clouds parting. Clouds parting. Milky Way Galaxy. Milky Way Galaxy. Crescent Moon. Crescent Moon. A pool of water. A pool of water. Purple sky at sunset. Purple sky at sunset. Snow-capped mountain. Snow-capped mountain. Torrential rains. Torrential rains. Blue lotus flower. Blue lotus flower. Vine in a jungle, vines in a jungle, an elephant, an elephant, red sky at dawn, red sky at dawn, waves crashing on the shore, 